Hello and welcome guys, welcome, what's up, I am Aman and joining me today is Rats and Hello. Yeah. yeah, hey guys, so we are finally back with the podcast uh, after we missed on Sunday and we basically did not want to miss our schedule so we decided to, it's better to do it late than never, so yeah, we are here. And we have some really interesting. <laughs> we have some really interesting topic to talk about. Actually, we were not busy on Sunday. There were lots of issues. There were like one power card after another uh, at my place, at Udit's place. Then even you had some issues, right, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. My voltage was fluctuating a lot, so it's like you know power. It's the monsoon season, man. Yeah, and we are from India, so you can imagine what's going on. First world problems, man. Problems. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, we are here right now and we have lots of topics to talk about but before that I just want you guys to check out this little indie game that we got for free uh, almost two weeks ago. It was giving away for completely free and Steam. It's called Stories Path of Destinies and do check it out. It's completely, it's very nice. It's like a full on fantasy tale and like generic little RPG style game. Indie game. It looks really nice. It looks really nice. Very isometric, Diablo-ish kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And the story and the narrative is surprisingly well, even though it's made for you know you can understand it's not a very mature narrative, but it's it's still well for uh, how it's doing it, like what the game is and everything, and the mechanics and everything are pretty nice as well, like very old school. Yeah, the graphics seem very minimal. It's something you you'll enjoy. You know, does it have co-op though? Uh, I don't think so. No co-op. It's like a oh, full-on single, it's like a full-on single-player uh, ARPG type thing, and you can't even go back levels as far as I know. It's like a very straightforward, oh. linear experience, but it's a nice experience. Imagine something like Transistor. Alright, oh nice, that's actually interesting. Yeah, Transistor yeah. without uh, turn-based events. Yeah, this is Transistor without turn-based, but there are lots of skills and other things that you can utilize in the game. And you have to craft different swords, as you can see I'm doing it right now. Um, yeah. Which basically, I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm watching with a delay, so yeah, I can see right now you're crafting a sword yeah. with ore and fire assets. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So these things, these things affect gameplay. So you have different swords that affect gameplay in different ways. It's a pretty nice game. Definitely check it out when you get the chance. Anyway, oh, we'll do. Yeah, let's talk about the topics. Uh, what do you want to talk about first? DDLC or Gamer so, Connect? I mean, so since we are talking about this game, which kind of gives that Diablo feel, why not talk about World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth? Oh, okay, fine. So most of you, do, uh, most of you don't know, we are going to be streaming World of Warcraft pro pretty regularly, starting Battle for Azeroth launch. We'll probably start from today or day after, but it won't be as regular till the launch day comes forward, uh, like com launch day comes nearer. But yeah, we're pretty hyped to get back in World of Warcraft. Um, I am pretty excited for Battle of Azeroth. I will give my reasons later, but Ratul, you go forward. Why are you excited and what are you looking forward to in the game? Well, for one, it will be the first World of Warcraft expansion I play after, I think, since Cataclysm. Because that was like the last expansion I properly played. I did play Legion, but not as regularly as the other earlier right. expansions. So I'm actually excited for this. I'm more, I want to know more about the lore between the Horde and the Alliance, now that they are facing off against each other, who is the common enemy? Is it, are the raid bosses gonna be like against the Horde and Alliance and stuff like that? Like I wanna know more about it and you know me being an Alliance boy for life, I'm actually 
super excited to get back into you know playing the game and of course I'm the healer of the party because <laughs> <laughs> voluntarily because I don't want to be the DPS or tank even though I can play all the classes like it's something I'm, I'm more comfortable with the healer role because you know nobody picks healer so I'll pick the healer <laughs> so I am mainly excited because I think this is the first time I, I my last expansion was Mr. Pandaria and there was some kind of alliance and whole PvP but this game is uh, introducing it uh, the enmities between faction to a whole new level because I don't know if you know this but there is like an entire um, mechanic which basically lets you um, what shift your role while in the in game like while you're in open world you can basically open up yourself for PvP and you get extra skills and other things if you do that you get like extra XP stuff like yeah. that so when you're questing basically if you are open for pvp anyone can attack you and stuff like that it's going to be very Correct, interesting yeah. in that sense uh, this has never been implemented before so yeah it's true that's true so I'm actually super excited like pvp wise I am actually uh, I've never been a pvp player so I'm just I mean it would be nice if, are we playing on a pvp server though that's what I want to know huh. you want no no we are not playing in a pvp server so what is happening is um, holy shit I'm dying here okay so what is happening is basically even in a non pvp server what you can do uh, with this game is that uh, with battle for azeroth there is a toggle enable right that toggle basically right. enables you to participate in world pvp uh, yeah, with correct, other people in, yeah but the difference between pvp and pve servers is in pvp servers in every neutral area it's on by default whereas in pve you yeah. gotta switch it on yeah yeah but the, their incentive, they basically what changes in this game is that they're incentivizing you to turn it on because they're giving you extra bonus XP uh, for any anything you're doing in the open world oh, when you're doing it. So plus, right. plus, that's actually interesting. So you get extra XP for taking part in PvP because I remember back then it used to be you used to get this thing called Honor, which was a system they removed I think in yeah, yeah. Mr. Pandaria. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think honor is still there, or I think there's a substitute of that, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, what? there is. Hmm. Yeah. So basically, you not only get extra XP if you turn on this mode, you also get like um, extra skills, which is the most important part. You get oh, yes, PVP yeah. specific skills that you cannot enable otherwise. Uh, uh, you cannot access otherwise if you do not basically uh, open up this thing. Interesting, interesting. I do not know about this. So that's going to be very interesting because you remember the after. I don't know. If you haven't played after Cataclysm, right? So um, I've only played a bit here and there. Like maybe Mispandaria played like the initial monk starting class, but I haven't played any of the late game content for those particular expansions. Right. So what's happening is uh, there are world bosses and stuff, right? Yeah, they, that used to be a thing back in. Crusade. Yeah, it's it came back after like. it came back after again uh, from uh, Mr. Pandaria, and they have doubled down on it. But with world bosses wow. and uh, world PvP toggle on, I am very interested to see what will happen. Like that will be very interesting because even if yeah. one person in your entire raid group has uh, world PvP on while they're uh, battling a world boss. You can basically steal that kill, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it basically reminds you of when, you know, in Dota or League of Legends, and you're fighting either Roshan yeah. or the Elder Dragon, and suddenly someone comes and swipes that kill yeah, yeah, yeah. in your face. 
Yeah, that's, that's really annoying for the other team. They they will start like the old school, you know. Let's go and raid all the four bosses. That's the, the alliance or the horde. That's that's the thing. That's the most exciting thing. Look, I am a complete dick when it comes to MMORPG games. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so when uh, when I think of spending my time in an MMORPG game, I'm just thinking of okay, how can I fuck it up for other people? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, apart from all that, they've also introduced something called the new sub-races. This is actually super interesting. I think you need to be... It, it's uh, something similar to the Death Knight uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Demon Hunter class, right? Yeah. Initially, like, basically, uh, if you want to play on the sub-races, you'll have to hit a certain level or do certain things before they get unlocked, as far as I know. Unless you buy uh, the Collector's Edition, in which case they will be unlocked from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Boost, no, 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 not not level hundred boost. Only collector's edition. Uh, basically, they have unlocked the levels from the beginning. Oh, oh. Sub races. Oh. The sub races. The sub races. I guess. Um, I guess what I paid for was worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it should be very interesting. I am very excited to see. Um, so in the sub races, uh, I I know one. I know confirmed. There are four sub races. Two for each. Yeah. Faction? Two for each faction, and one of them is like the Shadow. I think they call the Shadow Elves. They were featured in the mm -hmm. Legion. Uh, I think they are part of the Alliance. And then you've got for the Horde. I forgot what it's called though. Like I actually forgot all the four races. Shadow Elves were part of the re Legion. Yeah, we I mean, know they were not there as a playable uh, race, but they were featured. If you remember. The I Alaria haven't played. I haven't played Legion. I know Elaria is a Void Elf. Void Elf, you're oh, talking yeah, about Void Elf, Elf. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not Shadow Elf, sorry. Yeah, but Void Elf are like the, not, they're, they're not part of region, right? They're like, uh, the part of the Void something, something. No, no they're, yeah, they're, but they were featured in the Legion expansion, that's right. what I want to say. Like, I kind right. of messed it up in my phrasing there. But yeah, I mean, I, I can't wait to play as the Void Elf. Like, if you ask me which subclass, a race that I'm super interested in play, it's mm. Void Elf. They look, they look really cool, dude, like, very aesthetic. Right. I am I am interested in the Void Elf is Alliance, right? Yeah, I think yeah the Allied race. One yeah. Of the allied race. Void Elf will be with the uh, Alliance. Void Elf is Alliance. Then you have uh, the Jaina's homeland uh, humans coming back. Uh, the cult. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce uh, their names. All right, so I've got all the uh, Allied races. There are four. There are totally eight. Huh. And there are four for each faction. So in the side of the alliance, you've got the Void Elf, the Light Forged Tranai, which are the Tranais in the you know the ships and all those you know the cool looking dudes. Huh. Then you've got the Dark Iron Dwarves, which are basically you know the the Iron Dwarves from what's that place called? Uh, Black Rock Mountains. And you've got the Kulturan Human, which is from Jaina's homeland. Whereas in the side of the Horde, you've got the Nightborn, which is like I think they are yeah they are a part of the Bloodles. Mm. Uh, I'm not really sure that. Ah, yeah, they are actually uh, they have a bond with the Bloodles. Then you've got the High Mountain Thorin, you've got the Magar Orc, and you've got the Zandari, Z uh, Now I'm actually more interested in the Zandalari Troll, if you ask. Yeah. Because those guys are like they just there in that land of island of Zandalar, and they have no experience with the outside world, right? So I want to know how the quest line will go with those guys. That's, I'm, in the whole side, that's what I'm interested in. In the alliance, it's the Kulturan human and the Void Elves, these two guys. But they're like, uh, is there like two sub-races for each, right? No, so there are like four sub-races. For each? Uh, 
Yeah, for each. So what I'm, the? I'm just reading it. I'm just reading upon it right now. Okay. So the Void Elves and the Light Forge Dranai will be available. So you need to do some recruitment quest lines in order to unlock them. As I mean, they will be available during launch. Nightborn and High Mountain Torrent. Huh. But uh, for the whole say the other two, the Darker and Dwarfs, the Ultra and Humans, they won't be available just yet. You'll have to go through like a quest line and get it. Right. Okay, I understand. So I am I am reading it on the Wikipedia page and mm. uh, learning more about it. So apparently, if you get exalted with the Argusian Reach, you can actually unlock the Voidlands. I mean, it's a spiritual, still too complicated right now. Maybe you know, once you watch a video about it, you yeah. know more. And they're also bringing a new mechanic in the World of Warcraft, which is basically called, uh, which is mixing uh, the World of Warcraft three mechanics into World of Warcraft. I forgot what they call. They're similar to scenarios. Basically, um, you go with ten other people into a scenario, and the idea oh, is yes, yes. yes. Uh, I remember they announced it as well. Oh crap! I forgot what it was, what it was called. <laughs> I, I think it was called War Grounds or something like that. Um, uh, <laughs> but the idea is basically you are going to be um, going in with your buddies, uh, alliance buddies or horde buddies, wherever whichever faction right. you are. Uh, war campaigns, yeah. War campaigns, yeah. And you are going to be um, basically battling it out uh, with PVE, not a horde uh, or alliance counterparts. And the idea is you will be building your base as you're attacking it. And this is a campaign that goes on for some time, so it's going to be very fun to see how that comes out. And it's apparently the, it's it's going to be something that takes the World of Warcraft mechanics to a new level, is what I am hearing. So I'm very excited. I'm also they've introduced something called Warfront, which is like a new 20-player PV. It's it's a large-scale PV. Oh no, this is this is this is what I'm talking about. Warfront. Sorry, oh, my, bad. Warfront, my bad. My bad. My bad. They've also mentioned they've got something called War campaigns for each faction. So that might be like a set of quest line, like you know, world quests that you have to do, like in the right. original middle of World of Warcraft, right. in order to unlock the boss. I yeah. think he was called Cthulhu. No, no, not Cthulhu. Cthulhu. Uh, what? Ah, Cthulhu. Sorry. So in order to unlock the boss that uh. raid to fight Cthulhu, you needed to uh, combined effort on either faction uh. to get a lot of resources, which weren't easy. So guilds used to team up, and all of them used to just farm a lot of. You know, one of the requirements was getting. Five hundred thousand bandages. Oh yeah. So and that wasn't easy from one for one person <laughs> to do, right? Because it is super hard. So you need to do like a lot just to get that, you know, five hundred thousand. Right. And uh, probably um, um, oh, so one more thing regarding Leland uh, bandages. They have removed uh, first aid as a profession. No. Yeah. That was, one, that was a one useful uh, profession in PVP. They removed it. They removed it, and they but they're going to give it, uh, give you bandages and shit through basically these people, what it's called, uh, merchants and stuff. So oh, nice. they've removed that. There's no more first aid profession. But uh, yeah, they. I think they are going to be introducing some very new things to uh, engineering professions and stuff. So yeah, I'm reading about it. So bandages and anti-venoms that were there in the first aid profession will uh -huh. be moved to tailoring and alchemy. So tailors can still make the first aid right. bandages. That's actually pretty cool. They're, you know, removing one secondary profession but moving the items that were very necessary to the other. Uh, yeah, because profession. first aid other than bandages was pretty useless from what I recall. Yeah. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I am really excited to. Um, 
be doing uh, World of Warcraft again because I remember I lost complete six months of my life just playing World of Warcraft around 2013. Right. I lost <laughs> six years of my life playing. <laughs> <laughs> no. To say all the way I, I I remember I had to stop because I was not doing anything else other than playing World of Warcraft. Like oh, yeah. my my entire day and night cycle was revolving under World of Warcraft and this was around the time Mr. Pandaria launched. So I was there when Mr. Pandaria launched and I was playing it from then, right? So I remember the chaos and everything. And I remember just waking up at 4 o'clock in the morning just to play World of Warcraft. Nothing else. Oh yeah, I remember uh, after my 10th board exam, <laughs> I used to, my dad used to, you know, just tell me to wake up early to study. I still woke up early, not to study though, but to play World of Warcraft. Like around 3 a.m. I used to wake up and I played and which played like breakfast, have breakfast and play again. There used to be like, you know, continuous marathons here and there. Oh, those are the times. Yeah. So, we are going to be doing four-man squad. Uh, like, it's going to be a g interesting stream because we are planning to do, like, four-man streams where we have four people, oh. four camps. Also, in, yeah. yeah. Also, yeah, you guys can also queue. I mean, you can also play with us and yeah. join us. For sure. Warcraft if you have it, just letting you know, guys, we are playing on the EU servers, not on the NA because of ping. Mm. Uh, yes, there are a lot of people who play on NA and people who play on NA say that EU sucks, it's EU and all that stuff, but remember ping is important, you need to play and have a good experience in the game. I'm not saying that you guys made a mistake, I'm just saying that <laughs> you're playing on EU because it's less ping. Yeah, and also the retail copies from India are for all EU copies, so if you're buying anything in, from retail, uh, games the shop primarily, then it's pro uh, you're probably going for EU, which is a good thing. So yeah. yeah I can't wait for a collector though. Ah uh, yeah, we both bought collector's edition. We both yeah, excited. Yeah. <laughs> I'm one. I don't know if you know one more thing. Like before we move from the topic of World of Warcraft, the main bad guys for this expansion is the vo uh, Void, which we have been hearing about since um, Frozen Throne, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, correct. Yeah, I mean, not just Frozen Throne. Even Warcraft Three, the Frozen Throne. Uh, back then. Oh yeah. yeah, you just mentioned Pokemon. my bad, sorry. Yeah, but ever since Warcraft 3, they have been mentioning something called Darkness or Pride yeah. or something like that. We don't know what it is, but whatever it is, it always is like, the, it, it's like the bad guy that is never mentioned, but he, we all know he's responsible for something. Mm. Like even when Arthas is, you know, when he's defeated, he even says only Darkness takes me. He just says that. Yeah. Right? So we don't know if this void might bring back old characters, you know, like the Naruto's Shippuden. No man, that would be bad. No. I mean, if they do bring it, like if he brings Arthas, if they bring Arthas, see, I don't mind if they do that, but if they bring Arthas as a mini boss and not like a major boss, I'd be pissed. Because his boss fight was one of the best I've actually ever experienced in World of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah, so I'm really... I am mostly interested from the lore perspective because I am a huge lore nerd, okay? Oh, I and I am just really interested to see how the entire um, void thing comes out because the void, the Burning Legion existed because they were scared of the void. Just FYI, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sargeras, yeah, Sargeras literally created the Burning Legion, his army of demonic entities. Like he, he, he wanted to basically wipe out the entire world and recreate just because of the void. No, world yeah, souls, the world the souls. Right. Yeah, yeah. I remember reading about it. I remember mm -hmm. reading. Right, so I I am very interested to see how that uh, storyline basically comes about and what happens. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Let's move on 
to the next topic, which is gotta be featuring me because I was I am known to have an insane, I mean monstrous number of hours in this particular game. I think you know. DLC. Doki Literature Club. So I actually take this forward. So BBC did an article, like did a coverage on a 15-year-old student who, you know, committed suicide. Sadly, like uh, may God, you know, may soul rest in peace. He took his own life. Uh, you know, I think this was like a month back, and BBC covered it. And the school and parents blamed the game Doki Doki Literature Club because the boy was obsessed with the game. Right, so we've seen this before. We've seen parents in schools always blame video games. Uh, you know, telling them like, "Hey, video games are violent. Hey, they cause stress. Hey, this game is a murder game." Now, moving on, fast forward two weeks later, popular Indian news channel News 18. I think it's called News 18 CNN or just News 18. News 18. Yeah. So News 18 did a story. Where they called Doki Doki Literature Club, and I quote, and I will say it in Hindi, "Moth ka khel," a murder game. That's what they said. That this is a murder <laughs> game, and it is. It has a, a lot of similarities to the Blue Whale game, right? Now, first off, I want to clear this out. The Blue Whale is not a game. It's a social game <laughs> meant to toy with people who are going through bad times, right? Number two, Doki Doki Literature Club. Gives you multiple warnings. It gives you a warning in its Steam description side. It gives you a warning in its own description side. It gives you a warning when you first open the game, and it gives you a warning when you every time you launch the game. That's a total of four warnings that it gives you, right? And it tells, it actually says that people who have anxiety, depression, or any of those problems, and people who are below, you know, who are children. He basically says whoever. You know, if you're underage, don't play this game. Now, if you take this warning lightly, like I did, you're gonna have the best time of your life. By best, I'm being sarcastic. Mm. Right? Yeah. But the, now, now the problem you I, I, I want to discuss here is how little research, you know, that you know, News 18 did on this particular uh, topic, and kind of instantly call it a murder game, right? Without even doing any prior research. I mean. Most, uh, you know, most news outlets out there, most media, they just do it for that thing called TRP. I think I don't know what it's called, but something to do with ratings. No. So, yeah, it it is. It was definitely the entire story was definitely around the idea of getting a lot of views, and you know, they did not have a story, so they have to make something out, uh, pull yeah, something out of their ass to uh, get views. Um, yeah. My biggest problem with was with the fact that. Um, I I have two issues. First thing that you already mentioned is the fact that Blue Whale is not a game. It is a challenge. It is a social experiment. It is something that yeah. happens through human interaction. It is not something that you can play as such. Right? Exactly. Because I I remember my parents used to send me messages and forward saying, "Oh, it's a game. Are you playing this game?" Yeah, yeah. I, I, even my even my mom even my mom connected with me. I remember when that. Um, Entire fiasco regarding Blue Whale was going on. My mom got connected with me because she was worried I was playing that game, and it was hilarious. And I had to explain it to her that you know uh, this is not the uh, this is not a game. First of all, and even if it was, a uh, game can't kill me because yeah, exactly. it's stupid. And that is where I want to go back to my second point. If and this is something that I've been ha- seeing happen uh, for some time now. Uh, 
uh, when it comes to WHO terming video games as a game like compulsive video game uh, vid playing video compulsively playing video games as uh, disorder and also currently happening with news channels saying that uh, some games can harm you right of course some games can harm you that was that is why we have ratings in video games that is why we have things like 18 plus in ESR, games like G GTA 5 right and um, that is where I think uh, that it, it's a little disingenuous for uh, media houses to be terming video games as something that can kill you and honestly speaking I don't really expect much from Indian media houses to begin with but <laughs> but the problem here is that when you're doing this when you're saying that X video game kills X person you're going away from the actual topic which might have killed the X person yeah. right, right. Like, like no even with the same the BBC article right they just instantly blamed it on a game mm. what if he was going through something like bullying no. or you know for sure for sure because story, because right but it i mean i see it as an easy, like they take gaming as a scapegoat yeah it's easier for them to blame a game than you know deal with a sensitive issue like you know something like bullying or something like that yeah, plus they do not have an immediate solution, right? Uh, with games, the immediate exactly, solution yeah. is ban them, and they're done. Suddenly, like suddenly, all the problems solves in the entire world, and because uh, <laughs> oh, okay, it's causing some issues. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My bigger problem is, see, I I used to play games when I I went through a depressive episode sometime in my life, right? And I used to play games a lot during that time. But if people said that. I was like that because I was playing video games. Today, because I am out of that phase, I can tell you that that is not true at all. Right. Whereas someone who might be going through that phase might actually think that and they might start blaming themselves even more. Right. Uh, already in places like India, we do not have people looking out for. We do not have awareness of things like mental disorders or depression or anything along those lines, right? So when news channels start blaming something like a video game for suicide, which can, could have happened for a number of reasons. A suicide could have happened because uh, um, the parents might not be very well uh, treating the child. It might be because of so, so many things, right? There's so many social aspects. Yeah. Oh shit, I died. Crap, how could I die such an easy game? Yeah. So oh, it gives like a Dark Souls type thing also, you have died. Um, but yeah. But more importantly, why I am pissed is because it's like a scapegoat from a lot of serious issues. Um and this keeps happening. This keeps happening not just in India but like even abroad. Everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Worldwide. Which is uh, which grinds my gears as you would say. <laughs> and also, see, there's a thing, for coming from a person who has, like, you know, a crazy number of hours in the game, mm. it's kind of, like, you know, I can say that, dude, I'm perfectly fine, there's nothing wrong with me, I'm just playing different mods in the game, some of them are, like, really funny, it's like Skyrim, you can mod the game, and you can play around with the files, like, I'm actually learning more about that uh, software, Ren5, mm. I think that's Renp or however you pronounce it, it's actually pretty cool software, you can write your own custom scripts and make your own custom games, add your sprites and stuff like that, like, right. I actually learned 
from that just by modding the game on and off. That's why I have like a crazy number of hours in that game, <laughs> right? It's not because I'm crazy or anything, but I just play a lot of the mods. I check out the DLC mod community, and it's cool. Like, of course, I also have that you know determination. Let me just hit thousand hours, you know, so I can be yeah. It's along with my CS and Dota, my top three played games. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you you get it. So I'm just. You know, you get to learn a lot, and also these mod create these creators, right? To make these mods, they actually add like a lot of cool messages. Like, you know, come support my other game as well. Some of them actually talk about these real life incidents where I I just recently played this mod where it's it's called Act Five, where the main protagonist has a will of his own. So he's talking to you from the game, and he basically tries to fix everything and tries to you know he, he tries to fix everything and make sure everybody's Get everybody gets a happy ending because let's face it, that game does not have a happy ending. Uh, right? DLC, yeah, 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 it doesn't have a happy ending. Right? So he tries to get a happy ending for everybody, and he also talks about these real life issues. And at the end of the mod, he actually says that, "Hey, you know how we fix this? Of course, the same cannot be applied. You know, I can't just snap my finger and show you. Like, you know, you can't just save a person in the game, but mm. you can use some of them. Like, talk to someone if someone is feeling mm. sad. Talk to them, make them feel like they're loved or something like that." You know, someone is humming themselves. Talk to them. Like, you know, basically, is asking you to step your game and talk to people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I am I haven't played the DLC yet, mostly because I am <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I am mostly occupied. I have seen a lot of its playthrough on YouTube and stuff, so I'll give you that. Um, don't <laughs> give me <laughs> that can. I mean, uh, a lot of people told me to play. I think it was my friend Quartz told me play the game blind, and I was asked him what so what would be by playing blind. He's like just play it without even looking up on Google, and he made sure I didn't look up on Google. Right. He used to say like, hey, I'm not going to be your friend, and I'm not going to give you any more games. And I'm like, oh crap, okay, whatever. You got <laughs> me there, buddy. So let's go play this free game and let's see how it is. So I played like the first uh, three hours, and I was like, okay, cool. This is nice. This is a good game. I like it. Next day I played it, and that's when you know it happened. I was like, "Oh damn, what the hell!" <laughs> right. So I am currently playing a game similar with like a lot of modding is Rimworld because I have I've talked about it before. How much How yeah. much time have you played uh, DDLC for? Um. Let's see. I'm just opening my Steam. I have I have spent at least 160 hours in Rimworld. At least. Oh, th oh, those are rookie numbers, man. Oh man, <laughs> I don't want to say anything. To got, compared to what I've got, I've got 852 hours. God, what the hell, man? Don't worry, that's the person who actually got like a thousand, two thousand hours. This is not a competition. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's when I got the inspiration. I saw that guy. I was like, ooh, interesting. I want to try this. So yeah. Wait, let, yeah. let me let me try to get that guy's. List of ours as well because he actually has like one crazy. He's got he's got some crazy time. Yeah. Wait, wait. I'm just checking it up. I'm almost there. Yeah, I found I found the dude. So he has over 4,444 hours in DDLC. What? I'm not I'm not joking. He's got 4,444 hours in the game. He probably just keeps his PC on with the game on and something. Yeah. I mean, I don't even do that. Most of my time, I actually spend on playing the mods and stuff. Did you see game out three months or four months ago, man? Yeah. How could you spend 800 hours? That is like literally three months. No, it didn't come out three months ago. It came out in December on Steam. 
Oh man, time flies, we're and, getting and old. It, and it was available at the standard of game in the month of September. Oh, interesting. Nice. So I think we are done with the DLC story. I, as far as I know, I, I, I don't appreciate Indian news channels going about terming, uh, using video games as a, as a very easy scapegoat to put all their problems in and not addressing real world issues like the fact that we do not we have like 3,000 psychiatrists in India for about a billion people, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is like these are legitimate numbers that people will not in uh, news channels tell you because they do not get TRP or ratings but we have uh, about 3,000 to 5,000 psychiatrists like actual psychiatrists in a country of a billion people which is sad <laughs> I, guess, I, guess that, I guess that way my channel is like A-OK on content but no TRP because I don't take the trending ones <laughs> so, so yeah. shameless I'll plug in there yeah yeah follow rats on his channel youtube and like subscribe guys um yeah apart from that what else what are the topics we're going to be talking about gamer connect oh yes next topic he takes out his paper and he's like what's the next topic oh yes let's go no i'm actually playing i have to somehow survive okay i don't want to die again like three location video games repeatedly that too easy video games like this one so yeah, what's happening with Gamer Connect? Ratul, do you want to speak about it? Since you are the yeah, face. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the Chandigarh event ended and I must say I loved the event. It was the best event I've ever been a part of. Like, what a liar. You you go to every Gamer Connect and you're like best edition. No, I, <laughs> no, I mean what I meant to say is it keeps getting better and better. Liar. As are you telling me on. Gohati people, you did not enjoy Gohati people as much? No. No, I did enjoy We it. have Gohati people watching. Gohati people, they, Ratul does not like you. Wow, what the hell? You're putting me on this spot. What a guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'll, I'll tell you why. So, Chandigarh, like, not only were, like, there were a lot of gamers, there were also a lot of content creators there. Right. Like, I was actually, there was also a lot of content creators in Gohati. That, but you know, in Chandigarh, like I met a lot of them, they were like super friendly, super awesome people. The event for me personally, I and I had fun at the event, I won't lie. And also, it was the 10th edition of Game of Connect, so you know, it's got to be fancy, man. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. So, the next I event, so the next event uh, that Game of Connect is gonna have is in indoor. So, follow the Game of Connect Facebook page and uh, join our Gamer Connect community for any announcements for indoor. So they should be coming out soon, they should be coming out soon. Yeah, and I'll also and give you some bonus stuff that Rats is not saying because he's scared. <laughs> but like Gamer Connect is going on another level this time, like uh, indoor uh, Gamer Connect is first week and then we are going to be doing after, what's after indoor? Uh, I'm not sure. But the last Gamer Connect of this year is going to be in Bangalore around December so make sure you guys are coming for that because that's going to be huge and we are trying our best, I won't say much but we are trying our best to get publishers involved um, for Gamer Connect Bangalore. I don't know how we will do that but we are trying so keep in touch with that. Apart from that Gamer Connect is doing a lot of other things when it comes to online. We have now a Facebook page after Gamer Connect. Um, Gohati, you might have seen it for Gamer Connect Chandigarh active. Um, you have a community which is now basically a Facebook group where uh, we are 
involving everyone who has come to Gamer Connect events. Any events, Gamer Connect, whether it's been Gamer Connect Guwahati, Gamer Connect Hyderabad, Gamer Connect Kolkata, which was the first Gamer Connect in the uh, East, uh, big Gamer Connect, Gamer Connect Bangalore. If you are, if you've come to any of these events and if you want to meet up with the people whom you met or can't uh, like build a community around these people that was our idea that's why we created the Facebook group and we have the Facebook page as well where we are going to be doing a lot of new content uh, rats is going to be doing a lot of content you're going to see me rats uh, Ishan Nikhil a lot of other people doing videos very interesting weird stuff especially from me so keep an eye out on that thing we're gonna be because a lot of new information is coming out and um, keep an eye out uh, if and if you're excited for Gamer Connect now, um, you will be very interested to know that we are planning something much bigger next year. So keep an eye out on the page and uh, even bigger than Bangalore. So yeah. Yeah. Now I have to bounce because I'm being called. I'm still at work. You guys know my heart lies with the podcast. So, Abad will do the outro and I will have to Sorry, Yeah. Not an issue. So, we are, I think, done with the topics as well. Um, so, yeah, if you are watching this podcast, definitely join us for Gamer Connect community in Facebook. We'll drop the link in the chat in some time. And, yeah, and if you're, watch, you're going to be playing World of Warcraft, join us in EU server. We're going to be playing in Doomhammer. So, Fun times ahead. Thank you for watching the podcast, and hope you hope you guys come in for the next time. Next time we we promise that we'll be on Sunday, and we won't delay it again. <laughs> so see you guys. Thanks for watching, and thanks for tuning into the podcast. We appreciate it. Six people watching, and I saw there was some eleven plus people watching throughout the podcast. I'm sorry we couldn't get to the comments, but we'll get back to you in the Sunday's podcast. If you have any queries, feel free to ask. Thank you guys. See you next time. This is Aman signing out.